Hi, I'm Daniel. And I'm Peter. And we are parents of two children, Alberto and Rosina. Each week we sit down together and chat about the reality of raising children. So, if you're a new parent, expecting or just want to see what it's all about, this is the place for you. This, this is, is The, the Parent Sesh. Welcome back, everybody. Season two of The Parent Sesh. Wow. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Yeah. This feels like a while ago, though. Oh, hasn't a lot happened since then. Mm-hmm. We've, what did we do? We we went on that holiday. Mm-hmm. We went on a cruise, which we'll talk about today. Alberto started school. But before that, oh, he turned five. He turned five. Oh my goodness. When we didn't tell anyone what the party ended up being. It was Ninjago. Yeah, he went Ninjago. He stuck with Ninjago <laughs> stuck in the with end. It. Yeah. Which was good for him. Mm-hmm. I think that was his theme of the moment. He still likes Ninjago. Yeah. And he got a lot of Ninjago Lego. He did. As presents. Mm-hmm. So we have a lot of thrilled. A lot of pieces lying around the ground <laughs> of Ninjago Lego. Stepped on a few. Not pleasant. Then we had some family come up from Sydney as well. And he always gets really upset when they have to leave, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. Then we started school. And Racina. Oh, my goodness. Racina, too. She's one and a half now. One and a half. And she's talking mm-hmm. more and more words every day. Yeah. It's just so nice. On the cruise, which we'll talk about in a minute, she went, really went into her own with this one, one more. One more. One more. One more. And yeah. like vigorously. Mm-hmm. And every time we went to film it, she stopped mm-hmm. and then we stopped filming and she did it again. But we did get some footage of it. So, yeah, lots happened. But the biggest thing that happened was the cruise, I would say, because that was the first real family holiday that we went on. Yeah, as a family of four. Yeah, that's right. So, that's what this episode is going to be about traveling with children. So we settled on a cruise as our holiday, but it was a bit of a journey. Like planning a family holiday is not easy. No, there's a lot of, but is that value for money? Yeah. <laughs> you look at the cost, you always budget things out. Yeah. You always dream on booking.com or Skyscanner. Mm-hmm. And every time you get to the final price, you're like, Ooh. then you've got to factor in food and mm-hmm. lots of stuff. So planning can be, can be quite tricky. Yeah, we I, found. I remember that the first talk of going on a holiday over Christmas time was always, "It's going to be Italy. We're yeah. going to Italy. We're going to spend three or so weeks in Italy, and then we're going to come back and get back into life, life, and work and school for Alberto." Well, I think it was because Alberto was about to start school so soon after we got back. We wanted it to be one big final hurrah. <laughs> but then you start to cost it out. And when you factor in that Racina was almost one and it would have been almost one and a half, still having day naps, mm. like how much can you really enjoy that, that sort of holiday? Yeah, I think for us, Racina, as great of a sleeper as she is, she's not really 
ever been put in a position where she has to sleep in a pram or sleep on the go or sleep in my arms, just things like that. Like she's always been in her cot at this time because we've been so routine and regular. Mm. So yeah, planning for us became a, a factor of what can we all do together that's kind of cost effective, also allows for routine to kind of still take place. Mm-hmm. And I think, I can't remember who said it, but I think it might have been you actually who suggested cruise. And I remember I I heard the word, I went, bing. Kids club. Kids club. <laughs> and then I just remember cruise, cruises in general, you have such freedom, everything's there. Mm. Everything is available to you. And the more we looked into it, the more we kind of thought, well, this actually works for us perfectly. Yeah. I think that with an overseas holiday, we started to panic at the flight. Mm, yes. And and not so much the flight there, it was more the flight home. Because if you remember, before we started planning this holiday, we went uh, to a wedding in Sydney and we took the kids. We did. That's right. And it wasn't the getting there that was a problem. And getting home wasn't really a problem either, but it was just the you know, on a roller coaster, like it's the down, you know, everyone's quite emotional. Everyone's really tired. We just want to get home. And I can just imagine coming home from Italy is 24 hours. So imagine the emotions across 24 hours. It would be really, really challenging. Like we saw it with Alberto hanging out with his Gorginis mm-hmm. after that trip. His emotions were like, whoa. Mm. And it took him a while to settle down. We drove home from Sydney at that, I remember. And we ended up just going at three o'clock in the morning because we were like, we can't stand it any longer. We can't. We want him to just be home and be normal and not be upset anymore. So like a 12-hour drive or 10 to 12 hours, always have to stop, is long enough. Mm. So factor in a flight where you can't stop mm-hmm. to stretch your legs, stuck. We, yeah, we yeah, said that. Yeah, I think we panicked at that point. And then once the cruise was suggested, whoever it might have been, you or I. Yeah, let's both take credit for it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think we then looked at things like, okay, well, that's an option, but what about Fiji? Or what about somewhere a little bit closer or or just one flight away? Things like Hawaii or Bali, Thailand, kind of those options where it's, you know, an eight-hour flight, but it's not far. Then it came back to budget because even though you've got a – they're shorter distances to get to, you still have to pay for food on once you get there, right? And if you're staying 10 nights, three meals a day, that gets quite pricey for four, for four people. I think it all worked out to be – that the cruise got you everything for the same price as hotel and flights. I think that that's where we got to with budget. Yes, because when we saw the price of the cruise, we were like, oof. But then we factored everything in. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. Then we got a discount. Yeah. It, was, it was, went on sale. It went on sale. It made it even more worthwhile. That's right. And then also we yeah really factored in the naps, the yes. day naps and the two – different schedules in a way with 
Alberto and Racina. Because the more we looked into the cruise life and what cruising was, it was obvious that there was going to be a lot of activities to cater. Mm. We could have Racina in her nap and Alberto could go to kids club during that time mm-hmm. or we could go to the activity deck where they've got sports games on. And we just looked into that and we were like, we're sold. This is for us. This is what we want. Uh, so all of our planning and everything went into to the cruise. Also, should we add not sponsored? Not <laughs> this sponsored. Is not an ad. <laughs> this is not an ad for the cruise industry. We do have a review of the cruise we went on on YouTube. So go and check that out. Not just and, as we were talking about it, just then it felt very addy. And it I did feel it, very mm-hmm. addy. But I think when we were in our planning stages, what we liked about the cruise was that everything's there. You've got your meals, you've got bars, you've got pools, you've got activities, you've got shows. No flights. No flights. Your accommodation and your travel is all on one location. Mm-hmm. So, Entertainment, everything. And so we really liked that aspect of it for a family. That was why we chose it. That mm-hmm. was our pl- that was what our planning led to. So planning planning for a family holiday, you've got to factor in so many different things. And for us, all the factors we planned and thought about led down the road of the cruise. The cruise that we ended up booking went left departed from sydney yes yeah so we live in queensland yeah (laughs) and it just it it made sense for us to do it that way because we wanted to be able to spend some time with family when we got back from the cruise before we had to go back into work and get back into normal life so i think that for us it then started to factor in okay so how are we going to fit everything into the car plus the kids, plus us, drive to Sydney. So I think came the challenge of packing. What do you pack? What do you pack? And because we went down a week early too, Yes, we had to almost have two sets of things, one for that first week and then the cruise packing as well. And then the few days after. And then for the few days after. Mm -hmm. So we really had ourselves a job on our hands Mm -hmm. to, to get through that. Lucky you're smart and you do a lot of research into packing techniques and ways to get around having to consolidate lots of stuff. I had this really big thing in my mind that I wanted to make sure that we took decorations and Christmas presents in our luggage. (laughs) you 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 were determined to make that work. Yes. I think it was really, really important to make Christmas still a big part of our holiday because we went over that that time and it was the first time that we weren't celebrating Christmas in our home with our family. That's true. So that had to be factored into our packing, making sure we could get everything we needed to travel with down to Sydney. Mm. So I think that both of our large suitcases, half of it was dedicated to presents and decorations. It was. And then the other half was clothes. Yeah. So, But you, there was a really genius solution. And again, we spoke about this in, in one of our YouTube videos, the packing cubes. Mm. They made it such an easy job 
of organizing it properly, especially with the kids' suitcases, because you could put everything and compartmentalize it and it was really organized and, and tightly constructed. The yeah. thing of beauty. <laughs> it, it really was. They were very colorful <laughs> they too. They were very, like yeah, art. color no. coordinated. <laughs> but uh, I think that there was the packing cubes that contributed to making everything feel really organized and feel really easy. But then the other thing that we did was we took two sports bags, like duffel bags that we filled up with the clothes for the week before. And then after the cruise, jumping ahead here. We are jumping ahead. We would, on the disembarkment, we put all the clothes that we wanted to wear for the next couple of days into a bag separately. So that way- we're not bringing in four suitcases for three days. For three days, yeah. Yeah, yeah but you really got to think ahead mm-hmm. when you're planning and traveling with children. Yeah. You want to make it as seamless and almost low energy as possible. Like there's this straight workflow, almost like a some productivity thing at work. You're just trying to stream, streamline. Stream That's the word I'm looking for, streamline. You want to just to streamline the process. To make sure there's minimal obstructions to, to getting things done. And that's what we did. We did. It was also the biggest goal is fitting everything into the car. You know, we do have a medium-sized SUV. Medium-sized compact SUV, I guess you could call. It's not a compact it's SUV. not a compact? Uh, whatever. It's a medium. A Mitsubishi Eclipse Cross. If you know what that is, like officially, we could probably look it up. But keep going. So we were able to fit two big suitcases, two carry-on suitcases, and the pram. But we were clever with how we put the carry-ons in, right? Because mm-hmm. our kids needed, with the drive down, it's a footrest. So we put the uh, carry-on ones underneath their feet and put a pillow on top of it. So that they could almost feel like they're lying down. Yeah. Because we did le- What time did we leave? Uh, we left at about 2, 3 in the morning. 2, 3 in the morning so that we could be at... Port Macquarie for breakfast for breakfast, which is five and a half hours. Yeah, because they would just sleep through. Mm-hmm. And this is a part, I guess, transitioning into the drive down. If you're driving lengthy distances with children, plan the time you're leaving to make sure most of it is done when they're sleeping, mm-hmm. particularly on the way down to a holiday. So when we left at two or three in the morning, I can't remember exactly, most of that was them sleeping. Yeah, it's really key for us to have that period where they are sleeping because we don't do devices in our household. Our kids have never had one and they're not going to (laughs) until school, until school forces us to give them one. Uh, So in the car, it's really, really important to be able to have their rest, have their sleep for the majority knock out as many hours as you can before they're awake and alert. And then once they are, they're more than happy to play with the car basket, to read a few books, listen to the music, play play I Spy. Play I Spy, I was just going to say. Play a couple games of I Spy, uh, entertain each other. Like Mm -hmm. They're really good at talking to each other. So they'll just sort of muck around in the back for a little bit. And, you know, then you stop at a playground. Mm. McDonald's Playground, again, not sponsored. McDonald's Playground, <laughs> yeah. right? they're fantastic. Yeah. They're amazing. You see those golden red arches on a long drive to Sydney <laughs> and you are like, yes, <laughs> cheering. Well, Alberto was Loved for it. sure yeah. because, yeah, now he can recognize. We say, oh, look out for the 
the M and yeah. that's where we're stopping. So he really uh, feels a part of it a little bit more now. So, yeah, I think planning when you're leaving the drive home was key when you are going on that long, long journey. Just bringing as much activities in the car you can fit, mm-hmm. reasonably fit. That way, yeah, you, you'll have a very quiet, easy journey down. Well, we found that anyway. Worked yeah. for us really well. That That's streamlined approach. I'm going to use that word a lot now, streamlined. So once we got there, it was kind of just us getting ready. You know, like you had a week to entertain kids while I was working. Yeah. And then all systems go getting ready to go on that cruise how good was the cruise though it was so fun oh it really was it was just great to see the kids in their element Mm -hmm. like that's what back to the planning when you see that come to fruition, it was just so enjoyable. Yeah, it really was. Alberto loved foosball. Obsessed. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Every time it was Racine as nap. Papa, can we go play foosball? Yes, Alberto, we can go and play foosball. And then yeah. you'd find that there's other kids there and he'd be playing with them. Mm-hmm. Oh, and the spas, the spas were great, albeit packed, you know, It was just really enjoyable to see the element that we were all in. One of the biggest things I think you worry about when you go on a holiday is, will I unwind? Will I have time to just relax? And I can say, hell yeah. Yeah, we did. (laughs) You really do. Some of the parts that I really found relaxing was like during lunch Mm -hmm. when Alberto was in the spa Mm -hmm. by himself, like not by himself. He had other kids he was playing with. In front of us. We were right there. Cena was eating her lunch, like, individually, doing that part on her own, and we could just lie there mm. and soak in the sun and have a cocktail. Yeah, I was about to say, I really liked having a cocktail. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> because they, on the cruise, they come up to you and they, like, you'll be on a sunbed and they'll come up and ask you, can I get you something? And you're like, yeah, yes, you can. Yeah, yeah please. And then they bring it straight Here's back Here's my you. card for my room. <laughs> please, just charge it to that. Yes. And that's just what I really loved about the cruise in general, that it really does suit a family. Yeah. As much as you, you might hear, some some people might say, oh, the, I'll wait till the kids are older to mm. go on a cruise. I think, no, cruising's great for kids when they're younger. And I think any age. Any age. I know that it would be really great if Racina was two. Mm, for kids club purposes. For kids club, because then we could have had a little bit more one-on-one time here and there, they would be able to go for like that one activity that takes an hour and we could have just gone and relaxed together, but she wasn't at that age yet. So it was always. I don't think it like, impacted too much from like the four of us got to all hang out, mm. which ultimately is what a family holiday is about. I really loved watching the kids walk together. Mm, like whenever so we went cute. in the hallways of restaurants, they would follow each other and like we were very liberal with Christina. We didn't put her in the pram. No, really just ever. Let her find her way. <laughs> yeah, right. And mostly, it didn't, like it was great. She gained that individuality walking. Yeah, we just had a great time. Yeah, it was so fun. And I think part of though what made it so great for us is we didn't stray from our home life routine too much. 
yeah, we tried to keep things as similar as we could for their understanding of how the day is going to work. Yeah, there was sense? a structure that we had from home that we were able to bring to the cruise. Mm. And because of daylight savings, you, you made this point when we off air, that just made it so much we had, we had much more time. Well, let's explain daylight savings. Being in Queensland, yeah, going into New South Wales, we actually gained an hour, which meant that for our seven o'clock at night, which is the children's bedtime, was now eight o'clock. Right. So the cruise was happening. <laughs> there was things going on yeah. around that time. Like we were able to go to this place on the cruise called the Adventure Hotel, mm. which had live music, have a drink. Kids would play on the dance floor, and that was like at seven thirty, between seven thirty and eight, mm. and they could wear themselves down. And bang, we go back to the room eight o'clock. Let's all. We even did a couple enjoy. of swims. Yeah, after we did. Dinner. We did on the last few nights. I think we, mm. we decided to do that because we would have early early dinner. That's one thing about traveling with children. I think it's positive. Mm. You get to have early dinners. Yeah, you can go for dinner at five thirty and feel great about it. I mean, by the time your food really comes out anyway, it's quarter to six, six o'clock. So it's not really as early as you may think mm. once it's actually eating the food, I think. Do you know what I mean? I, I get it. Yeah. I think the sitting down part at 5.30 is what gets a lot of people. Yeah. But this goes back to something you said last year in our podcast, which is you don't sit down for your meal at six with children mm-hmm. if you're always eating at six sit down at 5.30 so you can have your food at 6 o'clock. Yeah. And that's pretty much just what carried us through. Mm. We had that 5.30 regular sit-down time for dinner, and then it left us free to do other activities after that. Mm -hmm. Other parts of the cruise which really suited children was Kids Club. I think we saw that planning, and it again, we were able to execute our plan. Sounds like a business proposal that just came to life. (laughs) We were able to execute according to what we'd planned, and it was successful. He mm. loved Kids Club. He made yeah. friends. He was he sociable. Didn't. And he didn't go every day. No. So he wasn't separate from us, but it was more that when Racina was having her day nap, because she, we continued with that, we didn't want to break routine and have difficulty at nighttime because she has she's overtired. So we kept that and it just would mean that during that time, Alberto had more of a choice. So he sometimes would pick he wanted to go to kids club. And then, as you said, he'd most often pick going and playing foosball. Well, there was one instance. And again, I said this in one of our YouTube videos where I took him to foosball and then we'd be playing for a while. And I said, how about we go to kids club now? And I took him to kids club. Racina was still sleeping. You were still having time in the room with her. I got some time to myself. So I went to the adults' pool, the Oasis deck. Oh, my God. You are in for a treat when we have two kids over two on a cruise. It is so quiet on there and peaceful. We love our children. It's just that it's it's such a nice extra time to unwind. Mm -hmm. And the kids are looking looked after. It's all included, too. The kids' club is no extra charge. Mm. You just... Obviously, it's factored into the fare that you pay when you get on board. So, you may as well take advantage of it. Yeah. And I think when we go again on a cruise, it just means that we'll be able to go to a later dinner because they, we can take them for an early dinner 
Maybe. Maybe. We might just still do the early dinner and then just go drink <laughs> some cocktails by the pool uh, once they're in Kids Club responsibly. We travelled over Christmas. We did. Which, on the cruise. And look, the boat didn't make too big of a deal over Christmas as we thought. So I'm glad that you decided to pack all of the Christmas stuff because it made it feel special in our room. Yes, they did have Christmas trees throughout the cruise ship and they had a few Christmas activities for children, which were chaotic and not very fun for us parents. Check out our review. (laughs) (laughs) But yes, I think that coming back to the room and having it set up with a tree, Alberta would turn the lights on the tree each night and then we had our stockings all hung as well. It did really make it feel like Santa was coming. I think that's part, of, coming. that's part of traveling with children in general. If, it's, if you're doing it over a festive period, you really should try and jazz it up with that just to make sure that they still feel like it's happening. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad we did it. And Christmas morning was sensational because we got – Alberto woke up. He, he was like basically the present master. He was dishing out all the presents to everyone, helping everyone open them. He was excited about all the presents he got, uh, and he just had a really amazing time that made it feel special for him. Yeah, and similar to home because in Christmases in the past, we would always have that morning quiet, just us as a family, where we start with our stockings, opening that, finding out what's inside, and then we move on to the presents. And we kept that the same. We did. We, we kept it as one-to-one as home as we possibly could. And then the cruise activities took place and then Santa came. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> Would God. Would we do it again, I think? No. Is the question. No. Nope. <laughs> not, not unless they decide to do it differently. More organized. More organized. I don't think we would. Uh, and, again, if you want to hear about that, our review video. Whew. <laughs> so Christmas Day was really, really nice. I really enjoyed watching Alberto and Racina. It was like, it was not her first Christmas, but it was maybe her first Christmas where she's a bit more aware of what's happening. Yeah, but even so, still not really. Probably that this aware. year, I would say, will end up being the one she maybe remembers or can comprehend mm-hmm. what's happening. But the cruise overall, let's, let's wrap, up, wrap up the cruise. Overall, as a family holiday, it was, it was pretty perfect. Yeah, I think we picked well. I think it really did suit what we were looking for for our family and just following the things that we thought about beforehand and just following through on those things made everyone have a good time. So we've got a season two coming. This is the start of it. <laughs> we've already done we've, episode we've, one. We've already done episode <laughs> one. Uh, so let's talk a little about what season two is going to look like because it's going to look different than last year. Yeah. I think that we have obviously started recording. Video recording. Yeah, video. Not just audio. Mm-hmm. Video as well. Trying to add in the visual element of podcasting. Put more of our faces to our voices. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that is what visual does. But we also want to bring other perspectives into it as well. Because last year you heard just from us. That was really all we sort of started off with anyway. Our intention 
with our episodes last year, our season one episodes is really more of a get to know us, get to know what we're all about, figure out our parenting style in a way, and just hear our journey and how we've gotten to where we are. Yeah. And this year, we want at least to expand on that with other people's voices. So you're going to hopefully see from us uh, interviews with other parents who look at how they do things, not necessarily just how we do things, have discussions on different topics. Some things might be harder to talk about than others. Hopefully we'll have some lighter subjects, mostly lighter subjects as well. And just bring in other people's perspectives over this crazy thing that's parenting. I think that with parenting, sharing is a way for everyone to build knowledge and to try things out and to see what works for them. So for us, it is going to be so great to have other people's shared experiences of their journeys so that we can go, actually, that would work for us. Or Sometimes it's just hearing that other people are in a similar situation and have gone through something similar. Mm-hmm. Like some, You get in such a bubble as parents, mm-hmm. you think that, oh, this is only happening to me. <laughs> and then you speak to someone else and they're like, oh, yeah, my five-year-old did that. I'm like, oh. Oh. So it's a phase. <laughs> oh, so it's just a phase then. It'll, it'll grow out of it. So that's what this is. That's what this season's hopefully going to be about is obviously we'll still have us two, like this episode, us two sort of catching up and mm-hmm. and chatting because uh, we enjoy it. Chit-chatting. Chit-chatting away mm-hmm. once the kids have gone to bed. And then, yeah, bringing in other people so we can hear different voices and different opinions on parenting mad- things that matter. It's an exciting season. It is. It's all I'm new. very excited by yeah. it. Just because it's uncharted territory for us. Like we've yeah. done this we've done season one. We've done season one. We did it. <laughs> so let's go ahead and do something different for season two. And grow. We also have other social platforms to introduce as well. Mm-hmm. Last year we started with just Instagram and Twitter. Yeah. Well <laughs> did we have Twitter though? <laughs> no, it's it's there. And since we started on Twitter, Elon Musk has kind of made it a bit of a dumpster fire. So let's focus the the socials we're going to really spend time on is Instagram, TikTok. Wow, <laughs> that's crazy! And YouTube. Yes, we're going to find, we're going to upload segments of this podcast onto YouTube each week as well. And YouTube might also have bits and pieces of other things, like we have done the cruise review, for the example, the cruise review, and also like a vlog of yeah. our cruise. Yeah, we did that as well. I'd really like to to venture into reviews. Of things, I don't know, like reviews of, I don't know, parenting things, like the Burley Wagon. I'd really love to review. God, 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 God. <laughs> we don't want to start an ad for them, do we? <laughs> Again. Oh my gosh! Uh, anyway, don't say things that you can't commit to. I'm gonna do that on air. I'm gonna do that. Oh my! I'm gonna do that for sure. We'll do that for sure. Anyway, I'd love to do reviews of things. Nothing specific at the moment. So that's going to be really exciting to listen. (laughs) 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 Oh my gosh. Oh dear me. I really would like to do reviews on parenting products. I think just to showcase that things that worked for us, maybe things that haven't worked as well, just to really inform people, entertain at the same time. Yeah, we really want to diversify 
our content this year. And YouTube's definitely going to be the place where we try some stuff out. So come and hang out with us at the Parent Sesh YouTube channel because that's where a lot of fun's to be had as well as this podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. Yeah. <laughs> We're so excited to have everyone back and yeah, coming along. <laughs> coming along for the journey and please get in touch with us because yeah. we also want to start something else that I really want to do for season two is I want to start getting your stuff out on the podcast as well. So if you write us a story about, you know, your family or let's say you have advice on a topic we've spoken about in the past, write it in or write in your experiences and we'll happily sort of share them on and give you a shout out as well on our pod. But that's it for this episode. Uh, We'll be back for next week with episode two. So we'll see you then. See you next week. See you next week. Thank you.